You're listening to the Everyday Growth Podcast with your host, Anthony J. Start your personal growth journey with fitness, nutrition, and mindset. How bad do you want it? This is Everyday Growth. What is going on, community and Welcome back and happy weekend. I know it has been a crazy week. I don't think I got on here at all this week, but I wanted to give a wrap up of some of the episodes. Actually, I wanted to jump on here really quick just to see how everybody is doing this weekend. And it is Sunday, so happy Sunday. I hope you guys have started your day already. By the time this launches, it'll probably be around noon here in the Midwest, here by Chicago. But I hope you guys have already gotten your day started, going in the right direction, and you're actually becoming that 1% better like we always do say here in this community. But welcome back community. And if you are new here, welcome back to the one-stop shop, everything nutrition, fitness, and mindset related. You guys, today is just a really quick what's up, kind of a weekly wrap up. So grab your pens, grab your paper, grab your pencils, whatever you guys need. We're going to kind of wrap up what has gone on in the past couple episodes and the guests and some really great knowledgeable nuggets that I do think you guys can kind of Put in your own way, in your own words, in your own routines to kind of be that better throughout the next week coming up in the Crusher Monday. And just because it's the weekend, guys, doesn't mean it should be any different than any other day. Now, with that being said, I want to let you guys in on how I started my day this morning. My day this morning literally was sat down with some water and I made a tweet this morning because it was on my it was on my brain and I had to get out there on Twitter. And you guys, if you guys aren't following me on Twitter, go ahead and head over to Twitter. It's everyday anthon one. Everyday A-N-T-H-O-N one. Why is it that? Because it was a default by Twitter and I can't change it for some reason. So it's just everyday anthon one. And I put my tweet was don't let your routines sleep in just because it's the weekend. Don't let your routines sleep in just because it's the weekend. Guys, the reason why I said this is because your Friday through Sunday should be no different than your Monday through Thursday. And that's the way we kind of have to look at it. That's how we have to wrap up each each and every week. Did I accomplish what I wanted to accomplish this weekend? All the things that I've accomplished throughout the Monday through Thursday, throughout the week. You know, it should just flow into the weekend and the weekend should flow into your week. Now, if we start you know, busting our ass at our nine to five job every single day or busting our ass on our own business, our own side hustle Monday through Thursday and Friday through Sunday comes up, comes along and we don't do anything for it, then you guys literally you're missing out on almost half of your week, which is basically blowing away half of your life in the long run. Now, let me explain that really quick. The percentages of Friday through Sunday, according to your week, Friday through Sunday is 42% of your week. Imagine that really quick. Imagine blowing off every Friday through Sunday, every single weekend, week out, month to this month to that month. Think about that really quick. You're really only putting in 50% of the work. And it's a scary, scary, scary thing because we have so many things that we want to do and so many things we want to accomplish. But yet when it comes to the weekends, for some reason, we just kind of wipe our hands clean and just walk away from everything like life doesn't exist. And I think that is where a lot of these things fall. A lot of these goals and routines start to fall and fail is because Monday comes comes along and we are not ready to attack Monday, let alone the week. And if you are not ready to attack your Monday, then I can almost guarantee your week is going to fail. Now think about that. If you take Friday through Sunday and blow off 42% of your week, then when it comes Sunday night, 
you know, you get those, like, what do they call the Monday scaries or whatever they say when Monday comes on, you're not ready for it. So let's extend that a little bit. Let's say Friday through Monday. Now I can guarantee you that's closer to 50% of your week because you're really not getting into the swing of things until Wednesday. And that's halfway through the week and you're already like, man, I wish Friday would get here, you know, soon enough so I can just have some fun on the weekends. Think about that mindset really quick. You're putting your relaxation time which is also very good. I'm not going to say that, but in this context, you're putting that chill time, the relaxation time, the party time in front of everything in your life and especially your goals and where you want to be. Now, let's think about that for a second. Are you the type of person that blows off Friday through Sunday and every Monday through Thursday, you, you regret it and you feel guilty and you're not where you need to be in your life? Because if that's what we're really looking at here, then you know what? It's one of those things. I've said it before on the podcast where it's like you really can't be complaining and you're not hitting your goals that you need to be hitting. If you're blowing off that much time throughout the week, you kind of forfeit the right to complain. And I, that may sound harsh and you may have just turned off the podcast and that's totally okay. But the people who are still listening to this right now are the people who get what I'm trying to say. And it may be an eye-opener. And the only reason why I'm saying it is for to it be an eye-opener for you. And that's the big thing what we're trying to do here on this Sunday wrap-up. This weekly wrap-up, guys, I want to keep. I want to go with this. I want to take this. I'm going to run with it. I think it's really good for, for us to get all these things out at the end of the week. And I have some great knowledgeable nuggets that I think you guys can write some of this stuff down. So I want to go back into the last episode I had that was called How to Create Successful Routines. And you guys go back and listen to because I go into great depth on each one of the points that I'm about to uh, talk to you guys about really quick. It's just six quick points. And it's titled Anxiety Equals Inaction. And I want to run through this really quick. And if you want to go back to that episode, please listen to it. Take a screenshot of it. Share it to your Instagram story and tag myself, Everyday Anthony J, so I can see that you guys uh, listened to it and saw a favorite part that you really liked. It really made a change in your day, your week, or your month. So I can show you some love right back. But let's go into this episode, right? So Anxiety Equals Inaction. And an example of this that I, that I had said in the uh, podcast episode was, think about it like you're getting 100 things started and not completing, any, not completing any of them. And by the end of the day, you have to play catch up and that day runs into the next day and that day runs into the next day. So you have this anxiety creates an action, meaning you're not getting anything done. You may have started 100 things and you finished one. Well, guess what? Now you have 99 things that have to go into the next day. So do you, not, do you not see the problem that's happening here? You're letting your inaction, excuse me, you're letting your anxiety create this inaction and you're letting that anxiety and inaction rule over your days. And that's the thing we have to look at is these are the things that we, we have to see and we have to understand that we are doing this to ourselves. No one else is doing this for us. We may, we may blame other people, And nine times out of 10, we blame everybody for our problems. Why is that? Because we never, you know, we never take ownership. Like Jocko Willink says, we never take extreme ownership over our own bullshit. We like to push it off on other people. Oh, I have to go out this weekend because, you know, this, you know, my best friend or my best girlfriend wants me to go out because of this reason, or my buddy's having a, a bad time and they just, they just broke up and I have to go out with them and try to see what's going on. Or I have to go to this part. You don't, you don't. And if you do go, you have the opportunity and the right 
to leave whenever you want. You don't have to stay till midnight, one, two, three in the morning. You don't have to go party all night long. You don't have to do that. You are in control of yourself. Take some ownership in the shit that you want to see fit in your life. You don't have to do that week in and week out. It's not how that shit works. If that is creating anxiety in you to where you're having inaction towards your own goals, then that last sentence I just said, that is the reason why you need to do what you want to do and not do that other thing that creates inaction. You are physically letting other things promote anxiety to take you away from your goals in your life. So one thing I want to say, the next six six steps, guys. Number one is plan your day the night before. Plan the day the night before. Do not plan the morning of. So today is Sunday. You plan tonight at 6, 7, 8 o'clock tonight for Monday, for Tuesday, for Wednesday. That's what you need to do. Do not wait till Monday morning to sit down and go, hmm, what do I have to do today? Who has that, who has that type of time? Who has that type of time to where you can sit down in the morning and write out your day? I don't care if you're a stay-at-home mom or dad. It doesn't matter. You don't have that time in the morning. You're wasting time. That'll lead into another cup of coffee. That'll lead into, oh, I'm going to watch this episode. I'm going to go sit down. and do, I'm going to do something I shouldn't have to do. But by sitting down in the morning and having to think of all that stuff and like kind of race through what you have to do in your day, your thoughts aren't put together. So then what's going to happen? You're going to fall back on time. Things aren't going to start to get done. You're going to start falling off from right away. First thing in the morning, you start falling off your time schedule. And here comes that anxiety creeping up, just creeping up on you. And guess what? The more that anxiety rises, the more that you let that anxiety control you, the more inaction throughout your day you're going to have. Hence, we're falling back into that anxiety thing, that anxiety and action thing. So plan tonight for your tomorrow. Number two, Get to bed earlier than later. Get to bed earlier than later. Same time, no matter what, turn off your electronics, cut off your TV, cut off your Netflix episodes. You need to be in bed at that time every single night. Not starting to go to bed at nine, getting into bed at nine. You understand the differences there? You may start going to bed at nine and you may not get into bed by 9.30, 9.40 and you may not fall asleep till 10.15, 10.30. Do you see what I'm saying there? There's a whole 90 minutes you just kind of pissed away. So get into your time zone bed. Get into nine. Get into bed at 10. Get into bed at that time and don't dilly-dally, okay? Number three, wake up at the same time no matter what. Number three, wake up at the same time no matter what. Do not hit the damn snooze button. If that's a big thing for you, you need to put your phone across the room. Like I said in the last episode, put your phone across the room on the floor or on your dresser or in your dresser drawer so you have to physically try to find it in the morning and get your ass up out of bed, put your feet on the ground and go find your phone to turn it off because you're going to feel a huge weight of guilt rush over you when you turn your phone off and you have to walk all the way back to bed and get your body warmed back up again because your feet are cold because they're on the ground and then you have to try to go to bed again. Like that guilt will make you stay up in the morning. So get your ass up. Don't hit that snooze button. Number four, I like to, this is in my own opinion, this is this is what I love to do, walk right out. Yeah, obviously, do your, do your morning thing, guys. If you have to go to the morning bathroom, I want you to wake up, go to the bathroom, 
splash some cold water in your face, do what you got to do. But one of the first things you should do, one of the first actionable items I want you to do is go into the kitchen, drink some ice cold water or some room temp water, whichever one you want to do. Take your vitamins, take some minerals, take your vitamin C powder or your greens or your red powder, whatever you guys need to do. Chug down at least 16 to 20 ounces of water before you leave the house for your morning walk, before you go to work, before breakfast. Drink 16 to 20 ounces of water. Try to get in at least some somewhere in the vicinity of a liter of water before you even consume caffeine. Now, I know a lot of us drag our feet into the kitchen and hit start on our coffee maker or hell, maybe you, maybe you were on top of your shit and you set your coffee maker up the night before so that it is the first thing you smell. I know coffee is water. Don't get smart with me here, okay? Drink some cold water, some room temp water first thing in the morning. Try to get in 20 to 30 ounces of water. Attack that liter every single morning before, before you grab your caffeine, okay guys? Number five, super simple here, going to keep it really short, daily movement, daily activity, daily chores. This is what you need to do, daily movement. Try to get at least eight to 12,000 steps a day. It is a really good number to hit. Why? Because it actually takes some, some gusto to get your ass up and go for that long of a walk. You know, 10,000 steps is a, is a little bit of walking throughout the day. You're talking over an hour of walking in total, in total, people, in total. I'm not saying you need to go for an hour walk a day. I'm saying hit 8, 10, 12,000 steps a day. 10,000 10, is a very, very hard number to hit. 12,000 is even harder than that. And above that's very hard. But everyone can do 8,000 steps, man. You literally have 4,000 by noon just by walking around. So don't tell me you can't go for a 20-minute walk. Hell, the first thing I did this morning was go to the bathroom, splash water on my face, get dressed, chug a bunch of water. I chugged 20 to 30 ounces of water like I just said, ice cold water. It was great. And I put on my headphones, put on a podcast, and walked outside for 30 minutes this morning. The first thing I did, I didn't eat anything. I didn't go shopping yet. I went right for that walk. It's so good to clear your head and to get your body into that circadian rhythm that helps you throughout the day. And then when you go to bed at night, you've ex- you've had that great energy expenditure that you wanted to do all the way throughout the day. So you get to bed easier, guys. These are all tips and tricks on how to make your day better. The last thing I want to talk about, number six, is get to work on your daily checklist. That checklist that I was telling you, the plan your day out tonight for tomorrow, get to work on it right away. And being able to get to work on that daily daily list first thing in the morning, it eliminates that anxiety of you sitting down and being like, I don't know what to do today. Oh my God, I gotta get going. I'm running behind already. All those things, you know. You have to stay on top of it. You know, you have to do that. When you're when you have that anxiety, it's like you're you're not ready to work right away. Uh, your day's not time blocked. You're not set up for your day, and time is being wasted. So that was number six, guys. Get to work on your daily checklist. It's super, super, super important. Now, you guys. Last, lastly, I want to share with you um, just a little something here that. It's what I do, okay? This is what I do on my weekends. Like I told you, weekends, I, I'll go to battle with you and argue with you that weekends are not just as important as the weekdays. It's more important on the weekends because we can, we can fall off track so easily and we make, as humans, we make the most amount of excuses that there possibly is, okay? We're the only species in the world that can talk ourselves in the circles. Every other species in the world has a job. 
They wake up, they do their job, and they repeat it, they repeat it, they repeat it. That's what they do. We don't have that, okay? We can talk ourselves into circles. We can make up a million excuses for any one step that we take in the day, and we can just sit down and quit if we want. Now, if a shark or any, 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 uh, you know, anyone in the sea decides that today is a good day not to eat and not to swim, okay, what's, what's going to happen here? Okay, shark decides not to swim and eat anymore. What's going to happen? You're right. It's going to die. Same thing with any other animal. What happens if a zebra wakes up one day and says, yeah, I just don't feel like running from the lions today. Hmm. That's really not a great idea to do. But here we are as humans talking ourselves out of, mm, yeah, I, I probably shouldn't. I'm not going to go to the gym today. I know I should, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to sit and watch Netflix. Ah, it's Sunday at, at noon. I got, a li- I got a little bit more time before I have to go grocery shopping and get some food prep done. Mm, nah, I'm going to go ahead and say that's probably the wrong mindset that you're in. You want to get up, get those things attacked first thing in the morning, and you want to make those into routines. Now, Something that I do every weekend is these, this is a quick checklist I want to read off to you guys and kind of elaborate on a couple of these and tell you why I do this. My weekend basically comes down to this. Grocery shop, meal prep, clothes washed, car cleaned and gassed up, house cleaned, and keep that. try to keep the house as clean as I can throughout the week to remain clean, plan out my week, make my vision board better. I have a Monday through Sunday vision board that's full of post-it notes right in front of me. I'm reading right now. And those are just quickly what I like to do. And let me tell you what, every single morning I wake up and uh, drink water. Like I told you guys, when I get out of the house, I go get breakfast, right? There's a bagel place right down the street. I love to go get these bagels from this place and I get some caffeine also. What I also do is on Sundays and every single day throughout the week, on Sundays, I like to vacuum up my car and get a car wash. It's just something that I do and I gas up my car for the week. I do that on Sunday so I don't have to do that throughout the week. I almost just need one tank of gas for the whole week. Everything I do is pretty close to home and I work a lot online um, like you guys know. But here another thing too is, is every single morning I just like I wash off my windshield. It's something that I do. It's just become routine of mine. On the way to go get breakfast, I stop, I wash off my windshield and I go to get breakfast. It's one of the greatest things that I do. I just feel like I'm accomplishing some stuff where I don't have to have that anxiety of like, damn it, I'm out of windshield wiper fluid or my car is dirty or the inside of my car is dirty, the outside of my car is dirty. When am I going to get to it? Well, I get to it once a week so that I don't have to worry about it. I check these things off so that my day, my week, and my months can be easier for me so I can focus on more things like growing this community and helping you guys out or just talking to you guys and sharing thoughts that I have on these things and then hearing you guys respond to them in my DMs or shooting me emails on on how that helped you out or can you talk about this topic or that topic? I have more energy to do the things that I can really focus on. And the bigger picture of all this is is the less anxiety that we do have the less stress we're putting on ourselves, the less stress hormone called cortisol we're spiking throughout the day and we have more energy to do these things that we love so much to do. And let me tell you what, the whole thing with keeping my car cleaned and my house cleaned, you show me someone who has a dirty car and I'll show you someone who has a dirty house or a dirty bedroom because it just, they go hand in hand. You're not gonna find someone that has a super clean house or a clean bedroom and have a dirty car or vice versa, a super clean car and a dirty, it doesn't work that way. If one is dirty, the other is dirty. That is your surroundings, people. Those surroundings, if they cause you 
any type of anxiety in the morning, when you walk out to a dirty kitchen that you said you were going to do two days ago, you automatically are putting yourself in that state of worry, in the state of anxiety, or hell, you may get actually mad first thing in the morning. And then you're like, fuck this. I'm not going to wash these dishes. And you get dressed and you drive in your car and you go get some shitty breakfast on the way to your job that you're already mad at. So you started your day really, really, really stressed out. That's a horrible thing because you've set the tone for your day in a negative light. Just because you didn't want to clean up the kitchen, just because you didn't want to clean your car that day before, you get back into a dirty car and you're mad already. Take, dude, listen guys, it takes zero time to get that car or that kitchen cleaned. And once it's cleaned, keep it clean. That's all you have to do. Wash your dishes as you use them. Don't set them there for the next night or somebody else. Keep it clean all the time. Then you won't have that problem. That anxiety will not be there. So we're creating these routines so that each day you can wake up with your cup full of energy that it doesn't already have some poured out because you forgot to do things or you didn't want to do something. Because you're just at that point, you're being fucking lazy. It's not even that you can't do it and you're unable to do it. You're being lazy. You know you have to clean your car. You know you have to clean your kitchen. You know you have to keep your room clean. You know those things. I shouldn't have to say that. You're a damn adult. You probably are an adult if you're listening to this. And if you're not, listen to it anyway because I'm sure your parents probably told you to uh, do those three things too. But you guys, stay on top of these things throughout the week and you have no stress on that. And your cup stays full of energy to pass that on to someone else to help someone else throughout the day to to be a better shining example to people because once you have your routine set into place it looks like you have you're on top of the world you feel like you're on top of the world you give out that that energy around you where people are like man that's awesome dude like thank you so much for energy today you, you know what you must you must have it all going on it's like i don't have it all going on but what i do have is i'm i'm in control of myself and that's the biggest thing because we can only be in control for ourselves. No one's going to do these things that I'm saying for you. And if someone is doing those things for you and you're not doing them, then you're being fucking lazy. Come on, guys. We're adults here. Let's act like it. Real quick, I want to end on this note, okay? I want you guys to take a piece of paper out and on the very top left hand, split the, split the paper in two, right? On the left hand side, I want you to put weekly victories. On the right hand side, I want you to put weekly losses. Underneath that, I want you to put one, two, and three examples on both sides of that, that piece of paper. I want you to list out your three weekly victories and three weekly losses. I want you to look at those in great detail. They don't have to be huge. They don't have to be monumental or groundbreaking. Just three things that you feel like were great victories for the week and three things that you think you need to work on. Now, I want you to list those things down below and also make another note and list the roadblocks in your life that are preventing you from achieving personal growth that are that I want you to list those roadblocks that those three victories or those three losses why you can't reach those write down it could be one thing it could be 15 things the more the merrier at this point write down at least five to ten things on why you're not reaching your personal goals then when you go back I want you to circle I want you to circle the top three things that you think are preventing you from your personal growth, your personal goals, your personal gain through your weeks, your months, and your years. If something is holding you back, I hope you wrote that down and I hope that 
you know, circle the top three that you think. In no particular order, just circle the top three. And I want you to stare at those. And did you blame somebody because you're not reaching your goals? Did you blame some kind of circumstance while you're not reaching your personal growth? Are you blaming something else other than yourself? Are you taking extreme ownership? Now, listing these things out, you're probably going to see like, oh shit, I am blaming some other people in my life. Cool. Well, guess what? If you are blaming other people in your life, then you need to change something about that. So it's, it's a really good thing that you did list that. Not to mention, take a look at it and be like, are you just blaming someone or are, are you not taking ownership in your life about that thing? I think that's the biggest thing that we have to kind of realize is when we're pointing a finger at someone, we have some fingers pointing back at ourselves as well. But if you start taking extreme ownership in everything that you do, you shouldn't have to point your finger at anybody anymore. Because why you're not, why you are not hitting your goals or why you are not seeing or feeling physical growth, trust me, you're the only reflection looking back in that mirror. It comes back to you. But the first step is writing these things down so you can see them in front of your face. We all think them, we all look at our phones, we all put them in our notes in our phones. But once that phone goes away, that note goes away. So writing these things down, planning out these actionable items, making a... Um, Making one of these boards with all the all the notes on it, your vision board with all your post-it notes on it, what I think is a great thing to do. It stares at you in the face every day. Like right now, I'm looking at like 20 uh, post-it notes on my vision board. Some things are done, some things are not. Some things I've moved day to day to day, and I've totally just slacked on them. And you get to look at these every day. Like one thing that's on my board that I've wanted to do so bad is create a new YouTube video for everybody in, in this community about clean eating and flexible dieting, clean eating versus flexible dieting. I've been sitting on this idea for like three weeks and this piece of paper is still in front of me and I feel a little bit of guilt every time I read it. These are the things, this is why we need to write these things down. There's one way we can look at it, we visually see it, we can write it down. And then we can say it out loud. Those are three different ways that we can continually push that subject on us. Like you need to do it. You need to do it. You need to do it. And I think these are all huge, huge steps on taking ownership on your week. So you guys, real simple here, real simple episode on this weekly wrap up. I hope you got some knowledgeable nuggets. And you guys, please do me a huge favor. Hit subscribe on this uh, podcast. You guys, this is on any kind of podcasting platform. You listen to the Everyday Growth Podcast and you guys do me a, a gigantic favor and please jump on over to YouTube and hit subscribe over there too. You can now put some faces with the names. Every single one of these podcasts is put up on YouTube so you can you know visually see it live as it happens and then you can also see some vlogs that I do with myself and some of the times I uh, include my, my loving girlfriend in them too. And uh, you guys, we just have a lot of fun doing that and that's a, kind of a look behind the scenes on how I run my coaching business and what do I do my everyday life to become that 1% better. So you guys, thank you so much for being part of this community. And if you are new here, welcome guys. I hope you stick around for many, many more episodes. So you guys, hopefully you take some notes here and attack this week, attack your Monday, kick some ass. And remember, if you are falling behind through your Friday through Sunday, it is 42% of your week. I'm going to end it there, guys. So peace and love to each and every one of you guys. Without you, this podcast wouldn't be possible. Without you, I probably wouldn't be a coach. And without you guys, I definitely wouldn't be here. Peace and love. Till next time.